really hope I'm remembered for helping make people better. If I could play a role, some role, even just a fan role in their lives to help them make a, a big difference for their family, for their marriage, for their business, for their organization, that's the stuff that gets me jazzed up. That was Mike Farrig, and this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we will explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. Welcome back in uh, to Guild Stories. Um, <clears throat> There are, all these conversations are fun, but but this one's meaningful in lots of ways. Well, so let's get to the point. Mike Farrig, CEO, chief strategist, founder, uh, marketing guru, um, all the things mm-hmm. at Fervor. Co- make the coffee, <laughs> take the trash out. You got it. I know the deal, man. I know the deal. Um, so welcome, man. It's fun to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, it's, uh, you have a... Face for TV and a voice for radio. Sure. Build me up some more. Thank the, you. The best of all things. Um, for those that, that uh, the, the select few in this town who don't know who you are, um, tell us a little bit about Fervor. Tell us about you. Um, and then like we always do, we'll kind of wind you back to the beginning and tell you, sure. you know, ask about where you grew up and how you got into mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And um, can't wait to hear more of your story, man. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah, Fervor is a strategic communications and consulting firm built for faith-based organizations. Uh, primarily nonprofits, uh, for-profits, but um, really that driving component for us is those that are you know driven to do something that makes more of an impact than just building the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's been our inception since day one. It's really what captured my heart and mind when I decided to step out and do this uh, on my own and now squarely not on my own mm. but uh, it's been a joy and it's been a it's been a ride mm. um, and it's blast and I'm I'm more excited now maybe than I've ever been so That's awesome yeah um, I you know my our connection points just so folks can, can kind of if they if you all care um, I remember you know you have this and, and I'd say this if you were in the room you have this reputation and this um, kind of aura or this ethos about you and, and, and just the, the work you do that your website is so powerful in the ways that you guys are telling stories for, for super meaningful and powerful companies in, in organizations across the globe, quite frankly. Um, and, and I, th- I think I, you know, our connection was a, a mutual friend named Brad, Brad Voigt. I called him something totally different, but in so did prof- everybody else. Okay. <laughs> in you his know. professional days, Brad, yeah. um, and he invited me to like a some sort of a hang session at a you know really cool house that this guy had, this guy has and and I was like Brad is that is that Farrick is that the guy like can I can dude can I int- get intro to him um, and so I, even in that moment kind of this this big hearted glad warm connecting spirit. Um, is is that is you man and it was a, that was a fun connection and then we uh, over time had lunch a couple times yeah. and i was still kind of you know sling, slinging sponsorships at the chiefs and doing that thing and uh you, i think you know this but just to say it out loud here like you were 
a voice, a part of my story to say like, hey, this can be a thing. Like you could, you could actually step yeah. out here and there's a little bit of, it might not be firm, but like there's some semblance mm. of solid ground. Yeah. Um, so thank you for oh, part man. of your, your encouragement to me. And I just, I think it's a, um, it's a fun starting point yeah. for, for, for this dialogue. So uh, where'd you grow up, dude? Like where, yeah. where, uh, what, what's home? Like, where do you tell us some of the origin story? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. I, I agree, man. I love the connective points of how small the world really is, what God totally. does with this in our lives. And mm. he gives us a chance to have mm. really, if we lean in, I think mm. really meaningful dialogue with each other where we can encourage each other no matter what. 100%. And, and I, I, I think that was true from the jump for us, right? Like mm. I, I love that I got a chance to, you know, at, at a really kind of interesting point in your life, got a chance to have a conversation. Mm. Sometimes it's just that little window that we might have. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't make it very far. I, I grew up in Wichita. And so, you know, my, my dad loves to say, Mike, you've come a long way, but you didn't make it very far. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think that. he's right in so many ways in my life, I but, um, we, uh, so I moved up here to work for Sprint in, uh, 2005 and, uh, you know, man, I grew up, uh, my, my folks did a great job. Two educators taught me how to work mm. really hard, mm. uh, taught me what it meant to, uh, you know, put your, your head down and, and go to work and mm. put in the time. And, uh, mm. you know, they just, they, they, they led me well, um, and moved up here to work for Sprint. Kind of thought I'd won the lottery in lots of ways. Mm. You know, this was totally. my, the pinnacle working on headquarters, being, you know, being in the mix, uh, there at Sprint and it's, and it's were 05 Sprint days. Like, I mean, that's like walking, yeah. like push to talk. Well, that was next though. Yeah. That what was, was 05 yeah. Sprint days. Yeah. Oh five pre, pre iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. It was just pre iPhone. Okay. Um, you know, this was, you know, you had some smart devices just hitting the yeah. market. You know, if you guys remember a Blackberry, a Blackberry, oh, yeah. AKA Crackberry, it was. you know, I mean, these were the days yeah. Yeah. and, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I learned an awful lot. Um, you know, the corporate, uh, you know, mm. construct is, is an educator. If you let it be, it's also something that can be really challenging. It was really challenging for me in terms of my heart and mind, what I was really chasing in my life. Mm. And, um, and I think that's true for all of us, not just the corporate, uh, you know, regimen, but, but any, if anything in your life can become mm. more than it should be if you're not careful. Mm. And for me, mm. uh, you mm. know, that, that climb, that, paycheck and that title became really really appealing mm -hmm. too appealing mm -hmm. as it as it turns out intoxicating man oh yeah, yeah. no I, I, yeah. You, you know some of my story too and so do these folks yeah. so yeah, yeah totally um so sprint was 05 till yeah so left in 07 um okay. and uh you know took a package and ran yep. got my uh you know funny uh you know in in uh, in a struggle with that i lost a marriage because uh, mm. i just wasn't chasing I was chasing, you know, my career. I was chasing lots of other things, mm. and uh, lost a lost a marriage in that. And mm. and then I started asking really hard questions, mm. guys. If you do not want answers to really hard questions, do not ask them. Do not pray them. Do not write them down in a <laughs> journal, because you're liable to get some answers if you start asking big questions like, "What should I do with my yeah. life?" Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I I got some pretty clear answers, and it just became really clear to me mm. that I had to leave. Mm. Um, now I was fortunate. I left with a, a paycheck for a while, uh, but, uh, but it still was really hard. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so, um, so I got my passport, 
Uh, Come on. I don't know this. I never have traveled overseas. I was, you know, 29 and single and jobless. I mean, my parents were so proud. They were just, you know, they were. Your dad's a liar. You've actually made it really Oh, my gosh. So I went to Egypt and Paris on an open ticket. Um, You know, my grandpa and my grandmother were both uh, from from those areas. Uh, You know, they'd immigrated. And so I thought, you know, I never met them. I thought I'd just go and learn and see. And then I ended up wow. on a mission trip to Haiti, July of 2008. Mm. Uh, changed my life in a, in a really significant way. Like lots of mission trips mm. in your life, uh, you know, there's cliches out there, right? Like, mm. oh, well, it changed me more than it changed them. You know, I've got one of those stories. That's mine. It's mm. a cliche because some of us have real life experiences like that. That was, that was me. So I met a kid named Daniel down there, Haitian orphan kid. I was jealous of this kid. More joy, more happiness than, than, than I'd ever had. And I have all these things, right? I've got this great career. I had this great family. I've got lots of friends. And, fa- I mean, I just, and yet this, this kid, I'm jealous of the joy I see in his life. And right there I was convicted. I thought, gosh, I got to get some more of that. So that was the start. I actually journaled. That's where we got our name at Fervor. I journaled that this kid worshiped with fervor. Yet he had nothing. Mm. And uh, so when I came home, I made a couple of commits to myself. One, I was going to try not to make the same mistakes that I'd made before. Mm. Again, I'm going to make plenty. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make them every day. But I'm just hoping not to make the same ones again. And uh, and two, I was going to always remember what I saw in that kid's face. You know, the joy and the happiness despite the, the situation. And if I could remind myself and, 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 you know, my family and the people that come around me in the same ways um, and, help, and, and hold them accountable to remind me of that, that we got a chance of doing it a little bit better this time uh, or this day or this week or this month, whatever this is for you and, and darn sure whatever it is for me. So it's been a, it's been a ride since then. July of 2008, that's yeah. really the inception of the business I'm in. And, and I really think it's the inception of the turn that God's done for me. Man, that's powerful, dude. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I knew bits and pieces of that. I, I did not know the depth and uh it's it's cool. It's powerful yeah. and it's, it's painful. Like those oh, are sure. painful. Um I've I've got my own version of that where it's uh you, you start you start to look around and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> like yeah. hey, this is disconnected and and not full of integrity and not full of like the real parts of me right. and I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like who I am. What am I really Yeah. Man. What am I really up to here? Yeah. Yeah, there's a Yeah what do you want? And then it's like, what do you really want? And it's mm-hmm. like, man, I, I was chasing this, what do you really want thing that I didn't really want. Right. <laughs> it was killing it. I mean, it did it about broke, it about broke all, all sorts of, sorts of me. Um, the, the, the origin of fervor is beautiful. And again, I kind of knew some of those, those, you know, storylines. Um, you journal about Daniel having fervor. What happened then? Like how, oh. did, how does that turn yeah. into a, an agency, oh man, <laughs> or a strategic uh, marketing hmm. communications firm. Yeah, like, let's that that it doesn't magically happen. <laughs> no, you know, right, right. there's no magic wand here, and no like overnight success. Uh, there's none of that. It's um, you know, I I came home. I did I did some things that were you know markedly crazy. Um, I came home, sold my house and all the stuff in it. Um, moved myself downtown. I always wanted to live downtown. I thought, well, now's the time. So I moved downtown and uh, put. I think I put myself in a position to be able to work with this nonprofit that I'd gone to Haiti with. Mm. And I, I complained and said, Hey guys, here's the problem that I saw in the world. 
the reason that I was now discontent um, wasn't just that I saw Daniel and, and that happiness. I, I was discontent in that. But I was also discontent because I saw great organizations mm. that were up to the best possible work mm. be horrible at marketing and communications. Totally. Not just not good. They were getting their lunch eaten. And some of them, you know, self-admittedly, well, we can't afford it or we just don't want to. And as, uh, you know, we don't, we don't feel like we can, we should be that bold or that good. We don't want to be too slick, yep. you know. And I'm like. We're so humble. All shucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, what I think is that does a disservice to all believers, mm-hmm. in, my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, when we... When I first got started doing this, I didn't think of it as a business. I really thought of it as a project. I would go help this, this one organization. Huh. You know, I hadn't let go of the dream yet. I'd go back to work. Well, that was 12 years ago. <laughs> you know, I haven't really been back to work ever since. And I think I'm broken for what my, you know, what I used to call work. Because this is a, this is a, 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 a mission for me. To, to help organizations that are so good inside, that are doing work that matters so much to them that it will actually change lives, change um, you know, people here, there, in between. It will make the world a better place, and they need us on that wall, holding them accountable to do great communications, to do great uh, marketing, to, do great organ- to build great organizations that actually have a chance to solve the problem that they're trying to solve. They need us. They need lots of us, right? It takes a village. We are not, you know, a magic or silver bullet here, but we certainly are playing, I think, a pretty key role, and it's a lot of fun. So the the first thing was a project. I mean, Forever wasn't a, a business when it got started. It was a, me and a me and a you know a, a, a legal pad and and, and a BlackBerry. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, um, and that's how it got started. It turned into you know some churches and nonprofits and a couple of businesses. You know, as clients. Uh, you know, after that, but you know, it was funny. Um, I go. You know, the, the the week my contract was up uh, was the week the earthquake happened in Haiti. Mm. And um, and Your a project contract? Yeah, my okay. project. Okay. First year, we changed the name, we changed the logo, we changed everything. I mean, the Global Orphan Project was my first client, and they are family. They're not a client. They're my family. And I, I mean, I, I owe them so much. In fact, I'll, I owe them more, way more than they'll ever, <laughs> that I'll ever be able to repay. Mm-hmm. But uh, my fifth trip to Haiti um, was March of 2010. Because, you know, the earthquake happens in January. I was supposed to be, that was my last week. And they said, hey, would, would you stay? You know, we need help. And certainly, you know, it was my family. So I stayed. I'm really glad I did, brother. Um, in, in March, I go to turn over some of my duties. We go down with some new employees. You know, lots of things were happening. Lots of needs were happening in Haiti. And lots of people were wanting to go and help. They were, they were you know, prompted. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife, my now wife's church went at the time. Uh, she, they, they were help, you know, to help out after the earthquake. And I was going over to turn over some duties. And we met on that trip. Ah, oh, that's awesome. And, you know, we've now got a five, a three, a one, and one on the way. I mean, brother, God has put, put our lives, my life, back together in so many ways that I could not have even seen, mm-hmm. would not have planned, wouldn't have imagined, mm-hmm. and definitely wouldn't have put it in this time frame. <laughs> but it's been glorious. And uh, I'm glad I went on that, uh, that first trip. I'm glad I went on that fifth trip. Totally. And uh, so I got a business and a wife out of that deal, man. I mean, hey, careful <laughs> volunteering out there, guys. You never know what you're going to come home with. That's awesome. Four under six, bro. Yeah. You've been, you, yeah. I mean, you, you say 
in a lot of ways it's been put together and and then in a lot of ways like from from our own experience like you're in the washing machine still bro oh, oh it's whatever the highest cycle of that is we're <laughs> we're in it oh uh, man yeah. oh man um dude that's fascinating it is fascinating and Glo- global orphan um obviously organizationally is amazing and yeah. and then certainly from a storytelling and an impact and a marketing and a communications perspective um thanks to you and your team like some of the some of the best in the world quite literally so great job yeah we love um you. How did that start to snowball, evolve, change, find momentum, find fervor? Mm-hmm. Um, how did like how did your your project become something that's like certainly inspired and led by Mr. Farrag, but not required to? Mm-hmm. Um, not not not. And and, and I, I think I'm I'm asking somewhat of a self serving question here because as we as we evolve, I'm like. Hey, wait a second. This isn't necessarily, uh, you know, my quest like this. This deep seated like desire for control, which is not healthy, by the way, um, is is being like you know like forcing my fingers open every day, right? To start start to be a little more open handed, open minded. Yeah. And but like that's a journey, I um, imagine for you. I mean, you're ten years into this thing. Yeah. Um, how how has some of that story unfolded? Yeah, it's a major journey. I mean, I think. Any of the leaders that I've come in contact with, I think, have some modicum of this the same struggle, mm. you know, where they they're dealing with something. Th- their organizational growth is is capped by their own internal abilities to grow and expand. And the more self awareness and the ability to change, not just be aware of the issue, but actually change in that, is 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 you know is key for their growth. They're capped by their own, just like I am. And that's been, I think, a slow, I am a slow two-by-four learner. (laughs) So in business, I feel like we are, you know, um, we are just an infant, you know, in in business. Um, You know, we started this in in really uh, January of 2009, uh, officially. Mm -hmm. And... um, so, 12 years. That's yeah, so it's years. so it's so it's 12 years now which but it feels but we hired our first employee 5 years ago officially. Mm-hmm. Um up until that point it was a contract, you know, me and kind of contract basis. We had some really regular tenders in that. Um we had regular, you know, client, you know, base but uh, but really 6 years I think of building a business. Mm-hmm. And that has been the most refining. It's like parenting. Oh. It's like the most refining thing you're going to do in your life. You're going to have to deal with all the stuff that you've, you know, maybe never dealt with. You're going to have to, you know, yep. if you want to grow and change and you want to steward good people and you want them to stay, you, you have to be willing to look at yourself and say, gosh, I can be better. And then the hard part for me, actually do something oh, about man. it. Amen. So, so I think uh, the traits that are serving, at least they're helping me, um, is some self-awareness. You know, I, I would tell you, um, you know, post losing a marriage, you know, counseling was a big deal for starting to be more self-aware about the things that I do and do not do well and, and trying to improve on those. Um, you know, journal has been a huge gift for me in that. And, and so has, you know, regular Bible reading the, then the, the third kind of leg of that, in my opinion. So I would say counseling, the journal and daily reading. Uh, and the third is wise counsel around you with, with wise counsel. What comes with that is accountability and somebody actually breathing into you. Um, 
there was a guy at FCA, I'm, I wish I could give him uh, named credit, but I can't remember his name right now, that would say you need, you need three kind of counselor, you need three kind of buckets in your life of people. Um, a Paul that's breathing into you, so a mentor. A Barnabas, like a brother in arms to walk alongside you. And a Timothy that you're pouring into. Mm. With those three things, you will learn and grow. Why? Because you're, for you to be better, it, when you start to teach somebody, you magically start to get better because somebody's watching you. Mm. With somebody alongside you, they will hold you accountable and pick you up and, you know, you get some camaraderie, Courage, yep, right? Yep. And, and you can take the walls. And with somebody pouring in you, you get the wisdom of experience, people that have been there and done that before. And those things, those three things for me have been catalytic as I've moved over the last 12 years. What, you know, what is the business? Why is the business doing what it's doing? I don't know. You know, <laughs> God, I wish I could take the credit. I think, uh, you know, but certainly there's some intentionality for, from me as, a, as, as the person that has been given this to steward. And, and then, you know, turning it over and giving leeway and giving latitude for such talented people that come in. Um, I was lucky enough to, to make some really uh, solid hires, and they then are, are doing the, the downline of making really good hires. We're just, you know, I'm really fortunate to have the team um, that is such a talented team and so devoted to a similar thing in the world. Mindset. They, they, they yeah. want to make a difference yeah. in the world, not just make marketing. Yeah. And that, that alignment is really key. Mm. So, mm. Man, it's beautiful. There's so much to unpack there. Um, it's, it's really aware and intentional, uh, and it's, it's super generous of you to share it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that could be this, oh man, this is this kind of fervor secret that we're going to have, <laughs> right? Like uh, that, that's what uh, I had a, like their uh, secrets. Yeah, I mean, you know, totally, man. It's like, I had this, um, um, real quick anecdote, a, a gentleman who's looking to leave the sports marketing world. Mm-hmm. And he's asking similar questions that lots of us have asked. And he's at that point, and he was like, hey, is the agency space, like, really competitive and kind of cannibalistic and the way, the ways that not all, but, like, sometimes organizations uh, in, in other industries can be very insulated and eat, uh, small pie. What would right? you tell him? <laughs> and I said, man, like, I was like, the the – there are times when there are competitors, of course. Like, there are times when you lose and you win and um, you wish you wouldn't have lost or you wish you would have won bigger or whatever else. But, like, in general, I said, this this is an expanding pie mm-hmm. universe that, like, people need help. And and you and in this space, you start to pull in experts and, and thought leaders and, oh, man, I need somebody to help me with strategic communications and somebody to help me with – website development, somebody to help me with SEO. And like you form these teams that, and again, of course there's competition, but um, it, 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 it's just, you highlighted the point better than I'm saying it in, in real time of like, no man, like there's no secrets. Like this, these are open-minded growth, growth mindset folks that, that right. want the best for yeah. the world. And these clients yeah. like, come on. And don't we need more of us of in course. the market? Amen. I mean, the, 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 let's yes. get, you know, not to get yes. political, but the, the, the country and lots of things yes. run on people doing what they're good at doing That's right. every day. Now, I think you can make a great career and a great difference working for somebody and, and doing it that way. That, that is certainly a large part of us. And I've done that in my career. And there's a large need for folks to step out on their own. You know, and, and go build guild content and go build other, like, go build something that, that is your, you know, that is 
passionate, but also skilled in that what you're here to do. And I, man, I love entrepreneurship. I love, uh, you know, building organizations and I, I, I'm in, in, enamored, uh, with kind of that sort of thought. So I love pushing. I think there's always going to be competition. I want to win just like everybody else. I haven't left my competitive spirit that my dad put in me as a, as a high school football That's coach. Right. I mean, he just, you know, but, but I also know that gosh, winning can look different and I think I'm beginning to learn that it mm. should look different, mm. that we can win together. Somebody doesn't have to lose for us to win. We can actually have, mm. we can actually have you know, shared wins here. Mm. That's possible. That's awesome. Um, That's so. awesome. I love that. That's so well said. As you've, um, your, your comment about entrepreneurship made me think of this thought here was the, the, the fact that you, again, not that you could stand in front of a client and lead, strategy and communication and marketing plans all day long and be like line them up and you would kill it right um i think your role at least again from what i have seen and assume i think you're this sounds like a stupid phrase actually but like you're more of a shepherd it feels Mm -hmm. like like you're you're you've transitioned into more of this like um i mean you even use the word steward which i think is right like I, i just Man, this, this might be an age thing. This might be, like, because I'm feeling some of that same stuff of like, mm-hmm. man, isn't it more impactful to build a bunch of leaders as opposed to like yeah. digging in and trying to do it all myself? Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm oh, like yeah. in real time, like you're my counselor here. <laughs> um, so I just pull up I, a couch. I, let's yeah. uh, let's go to work. <laughs> all right, right, shall we? That's right. I'm into that, man. Um, I need it too. So I'm just curious, like, as you survey, I want I do want to talk about like what fervor looks like today. But as you survey the next the next twelve. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, you've talked about this is now a business. This is now a team. This is now um, a leadership development track in real time. Right. Like, like as you survey the next 12, you said you're more inspired and motivated today than ever. Why? What is it about that, that you're kind of sitting here going like, Mm. like you're about to get in, you know, put me in coach, let's roll. Right. Yeah. This is a, this is, it it is probably the most exciting evolution that I feel like I've had in, in maybe 12 years. Cause it has been, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you're in startup mode, it's okay, man, to, to have to do a lot of things. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I think more of us should say, Hey, we're going to roll up. We're going to, yeah, I got to do the quick books today. You know what? I got to go pay those taxes. Trash got to get out. You know what? I, yeah. I'm going to take that client meeting. I'm going to build that thing. Yeah. The slide deck. I got that too. That's okay mm-hmm. for a season. Right, it is okay for a season, and and there are stripes that are earned mm-hmm. and and cred that is built on that premise. So many business owners have that. In fact, the leaders that we laud in the world mm-hmm. usually have some version of that story yeah. in them. They yeah. earned their way there. Mm-hmm. They didn't shortcut. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't want to get to the you know to the shortcut because I, I heard the great uh, a great quote from Danny O'Neill at the roastery here. Mm-hmm. In fact, Danny used to help. I had a, another business before this, and Danny was helping me with that. And he said, Mike, you know, most people think, you know, everything's great and has been great. He says, you know, they're right. I'm a 19-year overnight success. I love that. And I, I that. I, that quote has stuck with me because it's not short, right? And, and we learned, and this was several years ago. So now, you know, he's, you know, that business is different and continues to evolve. And, but, but for me, why am I so excited? Well, I'm so excited because, um, there is some evolution happening. Um, you know, 
we brought some key leaders in and, and, you know, I've got a, a, a number one at, at the office, uh, Lori Zier, who's our chief of staff, who is a phenomenal leader of people. Um, I can't think of a better leader mm. to set beside that. I'm just like, she's still sitting beside me five years later. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what did awesome. I, what have I done That's awesome. to, to, you know, and I've certainly messed up along the way. She's called me out and I've called her out. We have, we have very real dialogue. Um, have to. That served us really well. Um, I, I think I could say that. I don't know if she'd totally agree with me right now, but, but I, but it has served us really well. I think we're better leaders together because we have had to hash out what does it look like to do this together and challenge each other to be better. And, and that culture has started to permeate. We're all challenging each other to be better, right? We want to grow. We want to grow our clients. We want to grow their impact in the world. And that has a price and a, and a time frame, and you've got to go for it. And so for, for me, that is, um, it, but it certainly is, it's weird because I am now not in the room. <laughs> so we, we've done this strategy engagement for lots of clients of what we call brand impact assessment and strategy. It's the thing that I started with. It's the thing mm -hmm. that, you know, I've loved and kind of cherished, you know, in putting this together. And I've typically been the central character in that. And, and, you know, I was sharing with you earlier, uh, before we got on the, you know, only twice in, in our history and once was yesterday, have we started a, a one of these large scale strategy engagements where I'm not in the room mm. and I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah. It's really odd to not be there, but it is, it is absolutely the right move. It says two things. One, I trust the team that I have because they will produce great results and I don't have to be in the room. Will they make mistakes? Sure. Will they do it the way that I've done it? Absolutely not. Will it be better? Most likely, Probably. brother. I mean, you know, like the great thing is when you allow that to happen and you give some space for that, what happens is iteration and growth both on both sides. For me, in learning to let That's go right. because it's a practice. I don't think you learn it. I think you have to continue to learn it. It's like forgiveness, right? It's, it's, a, it's not a light switch on and off. If you want to let go, you got to practice it. It, it. You wake up that morning like, you know what? I'm going to let this one go. Well, you know what? I'm going to let that one go. And it doesn't mean you abdicate. That's, That's not right. an abdication. Right. This, is, this is different. This is empowerment. This is trust. This is transference. And that is different than abdication of, well, you just take care of it. This is, I will be there to help you, to support you. In fact, I want to know how it's going. Like I was texting this morning, I'm like, hey, What's up? how'd What's it up? go yeah, yesterday? Right. Did, somebody give somebody me a, give me a little, you know, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I do want to know. But it's also this joyful uh, anticipation yeah. about what did you do? Yeah, how right. did it go? That's right. That's a different attitude than that's right. how did it go? Are you got, are you sure? Did you, can I see the agenda before the thing? And I have struggled with that. Me I too, mean, man. candidly, I struggle with the control side. Me too. And uh, so it's a, it's a switch that I, that I'm, I'm not saying it's a switch. I, I, I think it's a dial and I just have That's to keep right. turning the dial down or trying to fight for the dial to be turned down on that control. Um, it's well a, said. it's an ever, you know, it's, it's every day. It's well said, man. And it is such a, such a, I love your, your, your verbs are super, spot on and intentional it is a practice mm. it's it is a dial that's not a verb that's a noun i think <laughs> i think so <laughs> yeah, you're good with words okay, it's yeah, good yeah <laughs> content what's that yeah, you know yeah. um the but the the discipline the behavior yeah. the consistent like nope time out right. my instincts here are to jump in and mm -hmm. stranglehold this thing and make sure it goes my way right right i'm saying right yeah. that's me 
the the practice, the the behavior, the routine, the rhythm is well, it's muscle memory. Yeah, I man. mean, you know, you and and as an entrepreneur, you're I mean, you're going to be specifically all of us, but but you're you know in a really because you're pushing. And the moment you start to let it go, it's like that muscle wants to remember how it swings That's the right. bat. It doesn't right. It doesn't forget that. So you're going to swing the bat the way you typically swing. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody coaches you or helps you or you intentionally swing it different. Mm-hmm. It's going to take intention for that. Yeah. No, that's right, yeah. man. That's right. I love it. Um, how, does, how does your – I've got about 10 minutes left with you. Oh, and cool. There's like a million questions I want to ask you. <laughs> um, but shifting quickly to another – really impactful and powerful part of your life. Um, how do you balance this? And, and maybe balance is like the cliche annoying word. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But how do you find harmony doing what you're doing and <laughs> running around with four kids under five yeah, or yeah. six? All three. Three, well, three, three one, now. Right? Yeah, we're about to, yeah, we're about yeah, to yeah, add yeah. another one in the yeah. mix. Um, you know, I, so, so I, uh, first, you know, my wife, Kim, you know, is the, is the cred to run the household and she does a phenomenal job. We gave her the COO title and I think that's the right title. I mean, she's like CEO of, you know, Casa de Ferry. I'm like, that is absolutely, you're operating the snot out of this place, babe. So, so I, you know, certainly it takes partnership. Um, you know, I, I think like anything business and, and marriage is, uh, you know, predicated on communication Mm. with it. Lots of things are possible without it. Good luck. You're in trouble. And, and so certainly I think healthy rhythms, like I mentioned, you know, Hey, good, you know, a journal uh, counselor and wise counsel around you. Like, I think those things are healthy rhythms, but internal it's all about, in my opinion, communications Mm -hmm. and regular, consistent, unabashed down to the guts style communication on a regular basis. That's another muscle that I don't think enough of us practice. I didn't practice it at all years ago. Um, So my intention is to not make that same mistake now, right? I don't want to make the same mistake again. And in this case, I think the way you balance, and I, I I definitely have a a disdain (laughs) for this, but, but certainly harmony is, is the way for that. And I think first, you know, that it comes with communication. So healthy communication inside your family is is going to help everything in the in, in, around it. Doesn't make doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't That's mean right. it's good communication all the time. Just means consistent and regular does get you a chance to have a, a, a better harmony in in your marriage and in your life. Um, at least it has for me. The other I think is is divorcing yourself to some degree from the thought that you have to have balance every day. Um, that you have to have balance every week. Um, I think harmony is is over a, a, a period of time and much longer than most of us give ourselves credit for. Right. So so some healthy boundaries are real, um, but it, it means, hey, babe, I'm going to be, the next two weeks are going to be rough. Let me tell you what I think it's going to look like. Here's what I, and here's why. Um, what would it take? Do I need, you know, are there some days that I really need to protect in the next two to three weeks? Because the next two to three is going to look really heavy. That sort of conversation means, number one, she's informed. Number two, she gets a chance to speak into that schedule and say, hey, I need you on these two days. These are going to be rough. I need, can you orchestrate your, your schedule enough to help me? Cool. We have that conversation. Guess what happens? You can prioritize. Right. Figure it out. But it doesn't yeah. mean that I got balance right. for those That's three right. weeks, brother. Like That's that, right. let's, let's just put that on the side. If you're building something that matters, it's going to get in your way. In fact, I believe people um, that are building st- things that 
make a difference in the world are naturally going to have things that work against them to try to prevent them from making that difference. That's right. So you're going to have to work a little extra hard. That means it doesn't always look like balance, but it does look like it's going to be fulfillment at the end of it. And that's, I think, what I'm chasing. I'm chasing that harmony and fulfillment. And I, I want my kids to know me and love me, and I want to speak into their lives, and I want to grow them into good human beings, I hope and pray. Um, and I've got to be there to that's do right. that. That's right. But it also means, you know, i got to go to work and make a difference there too because both of those things have been given to me, both my children and the business. And, and there is no, no issue with priority, but there is an issue that's going to fight for how do we do both and do them really well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's well said. You should write a book on that, man. <laughs> I'd read it. <laughs> um, holy smokes. Again, so many, uh, so many awesome ways to tie this thing up. But what, what, I, what I'd like to, before we ask our final five here, um, I, I'd love to hear your perspective on the the back to Daniel right mm. um, how do you feel like nonprofits for profits organizations not entities people thought leaders how do they create fervor like what what mm. does what components are are in the story of hey this individual or this organization is creating massive impact and fervor what are they doing yeah and how do you help them Mm. So most of them, we typically describe our, our, our client partners, you know, as entrepreneurial nonprofits driven by faith. Mm. And entrepreneurial has a connotation that's been used in, and probably in some poor ways and some really healthy ways. But for that, we mean that they're not just trying to raise a little bit more money this year. They're not just trying to, you know, reach a millennial donor this year. They really want to do something different. I, it, real quick interjection. I get so annoyed <laughs> at the whole, like, we, <laughs> let's reach millennials. We, like, we just need... They're humans, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like, hey, can we talk about people like they're people? I mean, it would be great. Um, by the way, uh, your your pro- program or service may not be a, appropriate totally. for a... Totally. Millennial or Gen X or whatever, whatever generation you might want to, you know, oh, try to gosh. categorize. Now, I love putting, you know, uh, personas together and trying to think and care about people Absolutely. as advocates. Preach. And we think about them as advocates. Um, and in our in our way, when we look and we try to, you know, vet a client partner and then vet us, we really are looking for alignment. In fact, that's why we're, you know really kind of almost repositioning ourselves to be much more faith, you know, mm. a, a, a Christian organization focused mm. because we do feel when somebody gives us permission to speak for them in strategic communications or lets us all the way in with, you know, our consulting offerings that we have to have alignment that without it, we, we probably are going to have a harder time speaking for them and with That's them right. than with it. And, and it's not to say that you can't find alignment in lots of ways. For us, this has kind of been the manifestation. And, and so we look for alignment. We, we, we look for alignment because we know with it, our team will, will take it. It will become their cause. They will, they will treat it like it's their cause because it really is That's in right. lots of ways. That's right. And so that alignment is key. The other is that they are not just trying to do the status quo incrementally better. They want to actually grow the organization. They have a growth mindset, and they are focused on doing that. With those things, we typically like to sit at the table, have a beverage, and say, let's get to work. Let's roll. I love it, man. Uh, 
Man, well said. Let's wrap this sucker, man. You uh, you have just, yeah, inspired me and, and I'm sure everyone listening. Um, what's the last book you read or listened to? Oh, so I'm rereading. So we we run at Fervor, we run on EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. It's a traction series, Gino Wickman. And I am rereading Rocket Fuel mm-hmm. right now. Um, two and a half years ago, read that, shared it with Lori and said, hey, I think we should do this thing. And she's like, Two, I think two hours later, it felt like she had it done. And she's like, yeah, we're definitely doing it. And by the way, what's next? And here's what I think we should do. And so I'm rereading that right now. We, I end up talking about that quite a lot with our clients. And, and um, we are um, leveling ourselves up with EOS. So that book, guys, if you have not read, if you're a owner, operator of a small business or small organization, you know, 100 people or less, I can't recommend either traction or rocket fuel enough. Both those books are good. I'm rereading rocket fuel right now. It's fantastic. It. Uh, you, you gave me that nugget a couple weeks ago at, at breakfast over yeah. some, uh, you finish it yet? Uh, buddy, oh, okay. I'm, I'm in, in real life shaming myself for not buying it. Right, right. This second, um, favorite go-to t-shirt. So I've got, I got competing, you know, so I, I like branding. I mean, we, we brand stuff, so I like branding stuff. So I got a fervor shirt that, that says, you know, made for impact. And, and I love that. I go to that almost, well, too, too often, probably, you know, <laughs> according to my wife. And then I got, I got, you know, man, I prayed for kids for a long time in my life. And I got last, this last year, my wife got me this cool dad shirt. It's total hokey, man. It's dad mode only. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the cheesy dad mode only. Like, give me the cool dad shirt. I'm wearing that sucker. Right. And That's so right. those are competing. I got competing, you know, best shirts. Uh, you know, they'd probably trade Both them out awesome. every day. Yeah, they're fantastic. Both are awesome. Yep. Um, what would you do right now if you weren't afraid? Mm. Uh, you know, um, gosh, I'm doing some things that are mm. putting me in the fear side. Me uh, too. But uh, I don't, you know, I, I would say like... Uh, Candidly, I feel like I'm probably less afraid mm-hmm. now than maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hold me. Um, what I do, um, I mean, I'm in the process of kind of doing one of those, like buying a building in the crossroads mm-hmm. might be one of those like, ooh, ooh, is this the, you know, this is this is not small, or at least it doesn't yeah. feel small yeah, in yeah, my yeah. little mind. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. certainly small for lots of people. Like, what? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean you know, yeah. guy's got a hundred billions or got something else. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but that, feels, that feels big. Um, we're pushing into consulting, uh, a, a cool. pretty big thing. And that's a, that's a little different for us, uh, business wise. And gosh, four kids is a lot of kids, oh, man. I'm, on. you know, there's some fear factor. Can I, can I parent and do that well with, you know, four souls that get to count on me to like, you know, s- steward their little heart and mind. I'm hopeful. Uh, so I got lots of things that kind of swirled around that, you know, and trying to make sure that I, I do this thing well do while you know, I got it. Do you know Carl Hughes? Used to be no. an energy guy. Um, he he was in my former life. He was a, a a client. We had breakfast one morning, and he's got four, and we were having our fourth. So j- just some encouragement here, my friend. He he drew kind of like an old school X and Y axis, and he's like, all right, top whatever one this one is X or Y. I don't know. Here's the strategy guy, um, and he said, all right, number of kids on the left, cool, and on bo- bottom, if, let's say that's Y. Somebody out there is laughing at me. Um, this is level. Damn it, I'm screwing up the thing. Bottom is number of kids. Okay. Yep. Left is level of stress. Yep. That makes more sense. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. sorry. All right. Um, number of kids, one. Stress goes high. It's the first time. Never done it. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Like, everything's new. Two, uh, incremental, but not exponential stress. 
three way up. Yeah. Because then you're like, can you go off the page? Yeah, right. Just go all the way off the page. Three way up. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, massive difference between two and three. Hockey stick. Totally different. Not, it's, it's, we're playing zone, bro. We're not playing man to man anymore. What do we do? And he said, the beauty of it, he's like, for number four, he's like, stress goes all the way back to zero. (laughs) I I pray this is a true, like, this is a true drawing. At at that point, you're fully out of control. It is, way over your head <laughs> you have no hope <laughs> and at that point like number one can kind of help with number four. Oh, right that's and is, like there's some built-in like co-parenting going on oh, so we're counting on it anyway. we're teaching the five-year-old how to change a diaper this right. you know yesterday See, i'm like this is that's what this saying. is the kind of i mean maybe this is what god intended right it's Stress like hey free, bro oh it's let's coming. hope uh, we'll pray for that um right. holy smokes got us off track number four um favorite place on earth is you know, uh, my favorite place um, is, uh, man, cliche Colorado, brother. Come on. Um, you know, but it probably competes with a really cool spot in Haiti that I've had, mm. you know, monumental experiences mm. in both mm. where decisions have been made and life has been clearer for some reason on top of a mountain enjoying, you know, God's country there or in the middle of Haiti sweating my tail off and just, you know, it's clear. Those two places have been my my favorite two places on earth. Not to say that I don't have one, but you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's as well said. Both yeah. are true. Yeah. All right, man. Final one. Uh, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Yeah, I hope I'm. Um, I really hope I'm remembered for helping um, make people better in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to just say, hey, I want to make, you know, I want them, I want to make an impact on them and their lives. And really, I don't want to make it on them. I want them to actually make it on others that, you know, somehow, some way, even just a word, if I could play a role, some role, even just a fan role in their lives to help them make uh, a, a big difference for their family, for their marriage, for their business, for their organization, you name it, that's that's the kind of stuff that I get I get geeked out about. I, I could talk about all day. It's the reason why I'm really excited to move into what I'm doing now. And um, and uh, I think this season's going to be a really fun season because that's the stuff that gets me jazzed up. Mm. You're doing it, man. I love it. I'm thankful for you. Um, createfervor.com. Where else can folks kind of stumble along your path? Oh, all the socials. Uh, you know, we're on all the socials. But, uh, you know, we love to kind of play more on LinkedIn. It's a good connective mm-hmm. tissue for us. Uh, and I put out some content on there just to have some fun and take some quibs. I, t- I try to juxtapose parenting and business ownership. <laughs> And somehow I think it, I think it works. The parallels are real. So yeah, they are real, dude. Thank you so much, Mike. It's been a gift, man. Thanks for your time. Yeah, Thanks for having me. This is great. As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable. So thank you for giving it to us. If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it until next time when we get to share another great conversation with you. Have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story.